0: I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit TheOffBeatLife.com. Again, that's TheOffBeatLife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Amy and Nancy where they're going to share their five tips to overcoming professional challenges. Hey ladies! Hello! Hello! Thank you so much for joining me here today. Before we get to your incredible tips, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Sure. So this is
1: Amy, and I basically started my career as an executive in Hollywood working on feature films at Warner Brothers, uh, like Harry Potter and The Matrix. And I was, you know, I thought I was there for life. I had a contract and I was going to make movies at the studio and there were structural changes at the studio. And also I just kind of started to get bored with the fact that, you know, we were basically doing the same effects in different movies over and over again. And the spark had gone out for me. And at the same time, Nancy, who will tell you her story, wanted to leave her job. And we just decided that there was no one we would rather work with on the planet because we trust each other so much.
2: So we decided to take the plunge together and strike out on our own. And this is Nancy, and I started my career as a graphic designer. I've always had a very entrepreneurial spirit. I have only had a couple of full-time jobs in my life. I've mostly always worked for myself. I'm just not a per- I get very bored with routine. I'm just not a kind of person who can commute to the same job every day. So I had my own graphic design business in Boston for a long time. And I, at the same time, my husband and I also had our own theater company. And then one day we decided to give it all up and move out to California because I missed my sister. So we moved out here and I did take on a nine to five job. Um, I worked (laughs) at an ad agency doing Academy Award campaigns for Miramax and Paramount Classics. And that ended up being extremely stressful, extremely long hours. And I was really longing to have my own company again and my own business again. And like Amy said, at that time, she was looking for the same thing. So that's when we decided to start Pop Culture Passionistas, which was our initial business where we wrote and created pop culture content and that has morphed into the Passionistas Project, where we've taken all those skills that we we nursed over the years and started a podcast where we interview strong women who are following their passions to inspire other women to do the same.
0: Well, it definitely led you to a long and windy road to get to where you are, but it's an incredible one that you've led so far. So, and you both have incredible tips on overcoming professional challenges. This happens to all of us. And I think, especially, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're starting out or you're midway through it, you're always going to have these challenges. Can you tell us your tips on how to overcome them and where you actually got this inspiration from?
1: Sure. So, I mean, we obviously have our own experiences as women in business, but one of the benefits of producing a podcast where you interview strong, empowered women, excuse me, is that, is that they share their tips as well. So we've been able to uh, glean a lot of really helpful information for ourselves and our listeners from these conversations, conversations that we've had. So, one of the great tips we got is from Melody Godfred, who has a company called Fred and Far. She sells what she calls the self love pinky ring, and it's a ring that she wants women to wear on their pinky finger as a reminder to stop for a minute and take care of themselves instead of taking care of everybody else. And, you know, Melody has that business, she has another uh, successful business, she's an author. And yet she's told us that sometimes she feels like a complete failure and, you know, which from the outside, people would think that that was insane because she's incredibly successful. She's incredibly strong and, and powerful in her own presence, but inside she just feels like she's not getting it together and she's making mistakes. And so when she feels that way, she realized she has to combat the self-talk she needs to a remember that she is doing a good job and she is she is you know a success but also she focuses on her community on her online community and on the positive feedback that they give her you know she has helped a lot of women with this self-love pinky ring in this project and so when she starts to beat herself up a little bit, she takes a step back and she looks at the love and the support that she gets from the women that she's helping and it really helps her move past that and on to the next task.
0: Yeah, that is a huge thing with all of us because we always feel like we're never doing enough as women. You know, even though there's a million things that's happening inside our head and outside of it. We we never just stand back and actually realize all of the progress that we've made. So that is very true in most of our yeah. cases. Sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. And now let's talk about the other tips that you have, right? Because there's so many different ones and you have five of them. Can you walk us through them and how we can we can do this and we can overcome all of these different things that we face daily? Great. Right. Sure. Um our next step is our next tip is take it one step at a time, which
2: is something actually that we definitely live by. Um, we all often joke, we quote that movie Richard Dreyfus movie, What About Bob a lot. We say, Baby steps, Bob, baby steps. <laughs> um but one one of the women we interviewed was na- is name her name is Karen Arsenault. She's a dancer, a choreographer, a personal trainer. Um she related a story to us about being an instructor at the Alvin Ailey Extension Student Performance Workshop where she was tasked with choreographing a piece for fifty-three people. And they were all of different capabilities, different, you know, some were beginners, some were some were very advanced, some weren't really showing up for rehearsal, and you know, so lots of different personalities. So she was challenged by how to choreograph a piece to incorporate all of these people. And she said to us that she realized the power to not feel overwhelmed was in her hands and that she just had to take it literally one step at a time. And she said she managed to choreograph this beautiful piece that was extremely successful. So she she just took one rehearsal at a time one step one rehearsal one day until she finally got to the end of this piece and it ended it was just about being organized and making it work and Amy and I live by that philosophy too it's like just take your to-do list pick one item and get it done and just keep going and and so you know that's always been a very big tip for
0: us yeah and i love that tip because it doesn't get you overwhelmed You know, Mm -hmm. it seems like it's a whole mountain. If you just take that little hill, you'll be good to go for a while.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So then our next tip came from Natasha Case. So um, Natasha started as an intern at Walt Disney Imagineering and in basically an architecture. She was going to be an architect and she started making ice cream sandwiches for the people, for her coworkers and naming them after different famous architects and people started to freak out over her ice cream sandwiches so she and her partner freya founded cool house ice cream which if you've never tasted it go <laughs> to your local supermarket and try it right now because it's delicious especially the mint cho- chocolate chip <laughs> it's really good um and so Natasha started, Natasha and Freya started as two people with a broken down postal van that they converted into a food truck and had towed to Coachella so that they could sell their ice cream. And now it's a multimillion dollar uh, international business. And what she had to learn was about building a company and building a team. And she, you know, she, found that the key to success is getting the right people on the team and knowing how to motivate and inspire them because everyone's so different that it takes time to learn how to work with those personalities and how to fit those personalities together. And one of the things that she does is she really tries to foster an inclusive environment. So if there's a new flavor that they're going to put out She has everybody taste it, even if they're not a trained palate and that's not their position at the company. She wants to know what the receptionist thinks about the flavor. And not only does it give her a wider variety of feedback, but it also just makes people feel like they're invested in the company. And as a result, she's built this incredible company with really loyal employees who are really passionate about what they do.
0: Yeah, that's a really good thing to learn when you're starting your business because that's, that's a really hard thing to do is finding people who you can really trust and who will love your product and your business as much as you do. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yep. So our, our fourth tip we say, we call step into your power. And this is based on an interview we did with a woman named Stacey Newman-Weldon, who was a magazine ad, ad saleswoman for years and years and very successful but she found herself downsized and out of work and not sure what her next steps were gonna be. So she started taking herself on little adventures and she called it Adventure Wednesdays because that was the night that her ex-husband had her kids. And so every night after work, she would try something different. She'd just walk on a different street on the way to the train or she would stop in at a restaurant that she always wanted to try. And she took these little baby steps and managed to change her whole life just one little step at a time and realized that she could share that knowledge with other women. So she started a company called Adventure Wednesdays, and she gives coaching and seminars on how to change your life and take little adventures and be more bold. And in the beginning of doing that, she said she felt a little bit like a fraud because She was all of a sudden claiming to be this expert on something that she hadn't studied and she hadn't pursued for all these years. And but she realized that what she lacked in formal training, she made up for for in her years of walking the walk. So she she realized that she needed to just step into her power and accept the fact that she was an expert on this and that other people could benefit from her knowledge. So she realized that. It was okay for her to be sharing this information with other people and that they could benefit from
0: it. Definitely feeling that imposter syndrome
2: (laughs) for sure. Yeah,
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think we all do. I think we're
1: wired that way. And then the last tip you know, one of the beauties of having your own podcast and choosing what guests you want to book is that you can book your sister as a guest. So (laughs) we interviewed our sister, Beth Harrington, who's actually a very successful. Documentary filmmaker. She just won an Emmy this year and is, has been Grammy nominated. And she has an upcoming web series, her first scripted project called The Musicianer, that's really exciting. And so we interviewed her, and she gave us the tip that perseverance pays off. As we have witnessed with her, you know, Beth started making films, making her own independent documentaries in the seventies and early eighties, when that wasn't really so much of an industry. It's different now. And it certainly wasn't an industry where women forged out on their own and started making their own films. And Beth started making local films about festivals, Italian festivals in the North end of Boston, which she was really passionate about. And she started to build a really loyal following and ultimately combined her love of filmmaking with her love of music and started making music documentaries, which is probably the most challenging type of documentary you can make because just getting the rights to use the music is so expensive and difficult. And it has not been an easy path for Beth. She's worked very hard. And as she put it in when we interviewed her, you know, everybody has hurdles in the work they do. But for a filmmaker, To even get to be creative, there's all this other stuff you've got to work through. You've got to get the money. You, you know, she she put it like, if you're a painter, you have to buy your own canvas, and then you have to paint, and then you have to raise the money to buy the wood to stretch the frame out. You know, uh, stretch the canvas on the frame, and then you have to find the gallery that will put your painting on the wall, and the person that will buy it. So, you know, it's it's a very long and complicated process that seems glamorous, but is just a lot of hard work. And, but, you know, Beth is a testament to, and the first to say that the biggest thing she's learned is that anything creative, you have to be persistent and you have to persevere. And she said that she's come to realize it's more important than talent. It's more important than intelligence. And that's who wins the game is the person that perseveres.
0: I love that. Well, you definitely come from a very talented family, I have to say. <laughs> <know> we do. <laughs> it's good genes that you, you ladies have. And, you know, I, I definitely agree with your sister, Beth, because especially now in a world where we see so many things happening in social media where we think it just happens overnight, it's actually the people like your sister and you two ladies who have really been at this for a long time and failing so many times first before you get it right. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. You really have to put in your hours and sweat blood and tears and maybe even more to, to get to that point. You know, it, it does not just come to you as we hope it would.
1: (laughs) And, and, you know, and that's one of the things that for us is really important about the, the Passionistas project podcast is Yes, they're positive stories and they're meant to inspire people, but every single woman we talk to talks about the challenges that she's had. And it's not this like glossy image of like, oh, starting your own business is is so easy, or oh, being an artist who melts down nuclear weapons to make angel sculptures is a breeze. (laughs) You know, like these are these women are taking on big challenges in their lives and it's been hard and we want to show people that if you're passionate about something, even if it's hard, it's totally worth it and it's worth sticking with it. So, the you know, these tips inspire us to get through every day. If, if we're having a hard day, we think about these women and what they've told us and what they've achieved in it it fuels us to keep going.
0: Yeah, and I really love what you both are doing. And it's so inspiring to hear what you're doing and listening to the stories that you're putting out there, which is so inspiring to so many of us who are, you know, who may have all of these different obstacles that we have to go through, too. And sometimes you really feel alone, especially when you don't have that community surrounding you daily. It's great to hear these stories of these women that, you know, maybe you want to be like someday. Yeah, absolutely. We're glad you feel that way too. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? Uh, so we have a website. You can find it at
1: thepassionistasproject.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram at thepassionistasproject. And we have a Facebook group called the Passionistas Project as well. And then we're on Twitter at passionsproj, P-R-O-J.
2: So hopefully everybody will come and check us out. And the podcast is available on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else where you get your podcasts.
1: Yeah, and our subscription box is open for business officially October
0: thirty
2: first. We'll start sales.
0: Wow, that's exciting! It's coming up soon. Oh my gosh, it's so soon. <laughs> we, have <to> go. <laughs> we have a lot to do. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. I really appreciate all of the tips that you gave us. It was awesome. Thank you Thank for you. having us. We appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview with Amy and Nancy where they share how they became podcasters who highlight passionate women.